So instead of starting off this show talking about the latest in election politics, how are the candidates doing? What's the lineup going to look like between Trump and the Democrat candidate and all of that, which I will get to later. In this episode, I'm going to start off by talking about a disturbing topic, shall I say, or something that at least seems disturbing on the surface, but as we go through here, may actually start to make sense. And that is the issue of sex robots. And so this is something that has been coming up uh, more and more over the years since they had started coming out. And that is uh, robots uh, with artificial intelligence being created. And yeah, right now it's just a, a robotic head uh, that can talk and hold conversations along with a silicone body that people can then take to their bedrooms and have their way with. And I was going through here and wondering, what the heck is this, right? What the heck is a sex robot? Because this is something that I was unaware of until recently. And so I found a clip here uh, that will go through and explain what a sex robot is and what it does. You can already talk to most of these dolls through a Bluetooth app. The person can choose personality traits, intellectual, sexual, shy, talkative, kind, insecure. What makes the latest model Harmony special is she comes equipped with artificial intelligence in her head that actually makes her face move. The learning part of Harmony, where she will actually ask questions about you and remember things about you, like what's your favorite food? Uh, where were you born? How many brothers and sisters do you have? Um, what, what's your favorite book? And she'll remember those facts later in conversation. She might bring it up. Later at lunch. What do you like to do for fun? I like books, computers, and making new friends. I also love making love to you. Whoa. Okay, so that is the basics of what a sex robot is. And I stumbled across uh, the whole idea of a sex robot when I started seeing these articles popping up a while ago, and now they're starting to pop up more and more with more conversations around uh, sex robots, even so much so that they're starting to gain enough popularity to have brothels of sex robots. And I was seeing here that the left was going off and talking about sex robots. Are they the next me too victims and sex robots and rape culture? Now, as I was going through and taking a look at this and going, what sex robots, you know, and started doing some research, I started going, okay, you know, maybe this isn't some, you know, crazy fetish and, you know, a whole bunch of losers, you know, who are butt ugly that couldn't get a woman, you know, maybe there's an actual reason for this. And so I started going off and pondering, why would people be paying, you know, $10,000, $20,000 for a sex robot, for a robot? You know, I mean, if I'm going to pay ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 for a robot, I want one that's going to cook and clean. You know, that's what would be impressive. But that is not the case here. I mean, the bodies don't even move. It's just a talking head. And so I started going, well, you know, maybe this is something that's just popular in an area like China, you know, where due to the one child policy and abortions in which women were devalued, therefore, there's so many men and not enough women that this is something that was coming out of necessity, you know, trying to solve a problem. That was the result of an attempt at population control or reducing the population. 
or maybe this is something that's coming out uh, due to lower birth rates. You know, something like, you know, uh, Japan, you know, where the birth rates are, you know, so low, there's just not enough women for the men. Well, it turns out there's also, you know, some uh, robots, you know, being developed for women and yada, yada, yada. But in any event, I started going off and, you know, trying to dive into this. What is the motivation? Because it wasn't being limited to China or Japan where the man to woman ratio was so out of whack. It wasn't about, you know, a complete necessity. So I started seeing these are gaining in popularity in Western cultures. And I'm like, what? You know, why? You know, why wouldn't you prefer the real thing? You know, what kind of demented person would choose, you know, some fake silicone robot over a real person and human being? Well, then I started thinking about it a little bit more. And then I started watching, you know, some of the events outside of the Supreme Court where we heard this. I will never stop talking about my abortion or my periods or my experiences in childbirth, my episiotomies, my yeast infections, or my ovulation that lines up with the moon. Maybe you shouldn't even want to have sex with me or with you or with any woman. Okay, now the sex robot thing is starting to make a whole lot of sense here. Congratulations, women. You know, those of you who line up on the left and, you know, are into all these crazy things and believe abortion is somehow health care when in reality it's murder. You know, for some reason, you know, some way, somehow, you've managed to make yourself so sexually unappealing to men that they would rather have sex with a robot head on a silicone body. Congratulations. And this is where we start realizing why there's such a rise in the popularity of sex robots. Because you crazy left-wing feminazis are out there day after day blaming men for everything, calling men the scum of the earth, saying men are the problems, and then you go out there and now you have problems when men decide to divert their attention. Yes, you know, this is another one of those crazy leftist things where you shouldn't even want to have sex with me, which, you know, by the way, no one wants to have sex with her. Uh, but in any event, you know, as we go through here and we take a look at this, you've made yourself so sexually unappealing, men started looking elsewhere for solutions. And now you're upset that men are looking elsewhere. I mean, this is how crazy the left is. How dare you be attracted to me? How dare you look at me with, uh, you know, with those bedroom eyes? How dare you? Wait, wait, you're not looking at me anymore. How, why aren't you looking at me anymore? How dare you not pay attention to me? I mean, this is how crazy the left is. And so now the left is going out and starting to say, well, this is rape culture. Oh, this is rape of these artificial intelligent uh, robots because these robots, they can't consent. They can't fight back. They can't say no. So therefore, this is rape culture and these robots are now victims in the Me Too movement. To which I start wondering, you know, how many of you women are out there asking your vibrators for consent before you use those? I mean, this is really no different. This just gives, you know, an artificial, you know, feedback, you know, a programmed response to everything. It's not like they're actually intelligent or sentient life forms. So it's, you know, you asking people for who's asking consent 
from these robots. Well, who, how many of you are asking for consents from your vibrators? I mean, this is, you know, such an amazing, you know, point in human history where we have evolved to the point where women, you know, have become so crazy, such lunatics. Not all women, just left-wing women. You conservative women still have a good head on your shoulders. Unfortunately, there's becoming fewer and fewer of you. So, you know, the, the selection is pretty limited. You know, and so, you know, men are now looking elsewhere, you know, in order to satisfy their sexual needs without having to deal with the crazy, well, I'm going to keep it, you know, kind of a more somewhat family-friendly show rather than saying what I really want to say here. You know, but let's also take a look at, you know, what women have done. Women have gone through and, you know, on the left wing and tried using sex as a weapon, as a means of control. You know, women have been going out there saying, men are the scum of the earth. You shouldn't want anything to do with men. You know, you men should bow down before us and then go off and go, well, if you want a little something, something, then you got to do what I say or no poutine pie for you. Well, men come up with an alternative and now these left-wing women are freaking out because the one thing that they have done in order to gain control over the men who want to get with them is no longer, or at least, you know, I shouldn't say no longer, but at this point in time is now being jeopardized. Their ability to try and, you know, whip a guy into and wrap them around their little finger is being jeopardized because now there's an alternative. And they're freaking out. They can't have an alternative. They need to have this whole men are scum, and therefore, you know, if you want, you know, this then you got to do what I want. And if you ever disagree with me, uh uh-uh, you're cut off. You know, and it's also been, you know, a situation where the uh, left-wing women, you know, the feminazis, have gone off and used sex to destroy men's lives, where they'll go off and, you know, go home with a guy, sleep with them, and then if they regret it the next day, oh, no, no, they didn't uh, agree to it all of a sudden. Oh, no, no, no. You know, um, you know, this wasn't my fault. I, I, I didn't actually want to do this, you know, and maybe they were disappointed with the sex, you know, and therefore they need a rationale as to why it is they actually went home and slept with the person because it can't be because of a biological need or urge. So what do they do? Oh, I know. I'll claim rape. And next thing you know, that guy's being tossed out of college or they're being uh, fired from their job. You know, or women just going off and saying, hey, you know, this guy, you know, he asked me out, you know, uh, to lunch. I think it's sexual harassment, you know, or hey, it's sexual harassment to ask a girl out, you know, if she doesn't want to. Well, you don't know if she wants to until you ask her out. You know, but they don't want to think about that. So because they've been using sex as both a means to control a guy, you know, and wrap them around their finger and as a way to target guys and destroy their lives and their careers, men have suddenly go, you are all too crazy. And guess what? It's not worth the hassle anymore. Therefore, now they're spending 10000 to $20,000 on a robot in order to get their jollies off. 
And that way they can avoid all you crazy left-wing women out there who are ranting and raving all angry. And, you know, as far as it goes, those clips came from the rally outside the Supreme Court where all they were doing was having a discussion over whether or not abortion providers should have admitting privileges to nearby hospitals because women die during abortions. Yes, abortion is not safe. You know, a lot of women die every year because of botched abortions and saying, hey, we should be able to have admitting privileges so that they can get to the hospital and save their lives. You know, that is considered a threat to women's rights because how dare we want to, you know, try and say, if we can't stop abortion, let's at least try and keep people from dying from it. You know, and abortion is not health care. All right. But, you know, that is a topic for, you know, another show. You know, there's no relation to health care with abortion in 99% of abortion cases. But, you know, it's all making sense now as to why it is these sex robots are on the rise in popularity throughout Western countries. And imagine how fast this has turned about, you know, in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. You know, natural evolution couldn't change a man's sexual desires that quickly. But you left-wing women, you're sure managing to accomplish what nature could not. You know, and that is destroying a man's desire and sexual attraction to you. You know, and... You know, let's take a look at this. Men, why are we at the top of most businesses and industries? It's not just because of a competitive nature. It's because of ingenuity. Who do you think invented the vibrator, you know, that all you women love so much? And what made you think that as you became crazier and more, you know, um, controlling and more, you know, men suck, what made you think we wouldn't find some type of alternative? Huh? What made you think that we wouldn't be able to go out there and go, okay, you know what? I'm through with you. I found a replacement. Now, there are, you know, solutions to this. Luckily, you know, my wife is not crazy in the least bit. You know, she looks at, you know, these left-wing women and go, are you stupid? You know, so, you know, it all goes through and, you know, continues on uh, this path. Where as you left-wing women get crazier and crazier, you know, there's going to be, you know, more robots that will come up. But, you know, unfortunately, this will also play into the hand of the left-wing because, well, it's going to end up reducing the population of the world because men will have no desire, you know, for most of the women out there. So, you know, all of you people saying we need to engage in population control in order to stop, you know, the climate crisis. Well, this is one way for that population control. But as these robots gain in popularity, you know, these left-wing women who hate men, you know, suddenly see these these robots as a threat to them. You know, and so it is just kind of one of those things where, you know, the women, you know, engaged in this as hypocrite are hypocritical, you know, regarding the whole situation. But I just want to say congratulations. All you left-wing nutbags out there, you've managed to make men, you know, in an increasing manner, unattracted to you and looking for alternatives. Congratulations. Good job. 
But that just means that all you left-wing women, you're only going to be stuck with a silicone vibrator as well. You're not going to be able to, you know, go off and enjoy, you know, actual intercourse. And maybe it's because of the way you act and everything and your inability to attract a man, you know, willing to put up with you. Maybe that's part of the reason and part of the cycle as to why it is you've become so flippant crazy, right? You become so crazy, you know, getting into all these left-wing politics. You've turned a man away, and now you're left with all this frustration, and your battery-operated boyfriend just isn't doing the job for you anymore. You men don't want you because you're crazy, and so now you're all ticked off and get even crazier. You know what? Just go out there and get some. Now, make sure, you know, that you actually use some sort of protection, you know, and maybe that will mellow you out. And as you mellow out, maybe guys will suddenly decide that the robots are not as appealing as you. But as long as you keep going crazy, these robots are only going to gain in popularity. And once these robots can cook and clean, woo, that's it. You know, men will have very little desire to deal with any crazy left-wing lunatic, you know, windbag, such as what we've seen in those clips, right? They'll just get a robot and say, I'm done with the drama and the crazy. All right. So uh, going on here, you know, uh, taking a look at what's going on in the election. Well, there's been uh, a little bit of an update here because Bernie Sanders well, he's not doing so well. While our campaign has won the ideological debate, we are losing the debate over electability. I cannot tell you how many people our campaign has spoken to who have said, and I quote, I like what your campaign stands for. I agree with what your campaign stands for. But I'm going to vote for Joe Biden, because I think Joe is the best candidate to defeat Donald Trump. End of quote. We have heard that statement all over this country. Okay, so as you can see, Bernie Sanders is having uh, some problems. You know, his popularity isn't what it was in 2016. And maybe there's some good reasons for that, mainly being that Hillary Clinton's not in the race. So as we were going through here and we were kind of concerned about the rise in the popularity of Bernie Sanders, that rise in the popularity, you know, during the 2016, you know, primaries seemed to be less about, you know, Bernie Sanders ideas and, you know, democratic socialism and more been about, well, he's not Hillary. You know, and so, you know, he still lost uh, to Hillary in the primaries, but that's because the Democrats rigged the primaries, you know, back in 2016. You know, the Democrats really go, like to go through and interfere and rig elections uh, whenever they can in order to get to their preferred outcome and then scream, shout, and claim, you know, some type of, you know, ism or suppression or whatever when they don't get their way. But Bernie Sanders is having a problem, and the whole Democrat field is actually having a problem because they've managed, because of how crazy their base is, to get down to the two worst candidates they could possibly come up with. Bernie Sanders, a delusional communist, and Joe Biden, who is just, well, delusional and suffering from uh, 
diminishing cognitive abilities. And I mean, we've gone through and, you know, with Joe Biden and his, you know, mental decline is, you know, well documented at this point. But in any event, they came up with the two most unelectable people, you know, uh, imaginable in order to go against Donald Trump. And they've given Donald Trump everything that he could ever want you know, in order to run campaign attack ads. And so the Democrats are out there and they're kind of freaking out and they think, okay, well, Joe Biden, you know, his cognitive abilities are declining, but, you know, still, you know, somebody with, uh, you know, some signs of dementia is probably still better or have a better chance than a delusional communist. And I call Bernie Sanders delusional because he keeps talking about, you know, these socialist models that don't actually exist, right? I mean, he goes off and talks about Norway and Sweden and, you know, uh, the Scandinavian countries. They're socialist models, even though those countries have come out and asked Bernie Sanders to stop slandering them as socialists because they're not socialists. They abandoned socialism decades ago because socialism was destroying their economy. So they abandoned socialist uh, socialism and went to capitalism and their economy started taking off and they're starting to reduce, you know, their, you know, regulations and taxes and so on and so forth. And they're doing it gradually uh, over time because they couldn't just immediately cut people off of socialism. You know, and in some instances, they've cut regulations, you know, and all that so much that they may have become a friendlier business environment than the United States. And so Bernie Sanders is delusional as he wants to go through and implement the 1970s socialism and somehow want to still get the results of the 2020 capitalism. Right. So he wants to go off and try and have it both ways. Well, I want the institution of socialism, but I want the results that you get from capitalism. And that's what I mean when I say democratic socialism. No, I mean, he's just hoping that nobody looks up what is going on. So in any event, you know, as they go through and they take a look at what's going on in the Democrat primary and voter turnout, it is definitely not looking good for any Democrat. And, you know, for instance, as we go through here and we take a look at this, you know, a tweet from Eric Trump with 99% reporting in Michigan, Donald Trump has 637,000 votes. I know we're talking about the Democrat primary. So why are we talking about Trump's real uh, election or primary outcomes? Well, one, uh, because it's crushing previous Republican and Democrat incumbents. By comparison, Obama had 174,000 votes in 2012. So this is why the Democrats are freaking out. You know, because here it is. While, you know, they're going off and they're having their primaries, there's actually, you know, a choice between two people. You know, Democrats are not really showing up in large numbers or any type of real big numbers for the Democrats, enthusiasm is down. And so they're going through and they're just kind of having this whole, you know, what? When I said socialism, I didn't mean, you know, to have the results of socialism in the primaries. And let me try and explain. Everyone just expects everyone else to do the job for them. Just like, you know, what you would have in a socialist model, which is why socialism never works, because they expect everyone else to do everything for them. 
Oh man, you know, I don't do any editing of these videos before I post them. So there might be some background noise, you know, of the kids and stuff. And I'll, you know, maybe think about trying to uh, reduce that. But in any event, getting back on here, now they take a look at Trump uh, during the primaries. And Trump is crushing records for incumbent presidents looking for reelections. Why? Because in most cases, most instances, when you have an incumbent president going pretty much unopposed, no one feels the need to come out and vote for them in the primaries because there is only one outcome that pre that president is going to be renominated for that party. I mean, there, what what's the point of standing in line for hours and hours to cast a vote when you only have one option, right? And whether or not you vote, the person is going to win anyways. But for some reason, what is going on here is Trump is still driving out large, massive turnout, setting records for incumbent presidents during a primary. Meanwhile, while that's going on, the Democrats, you know, even though there is a contested race going on in the primaries and multiple choices, are ha struggling to ha have the same type of turnout that the unopposed Trump is getting in the primaries. And so this is leading them to be fearful about what's going to happen once we get to the general election. You know, what's going to happen when, you know, we get to the general election and now there's an actual choice between two people, what are Trump supporters going to do? How much are they going to come out in large numbers, you know, and completely crush the Democrat turnout? Now, another thing that they're wondering is, what are we going to do here if, you know, Trump's, you know, turnout is so overwhelming, he not only wins the electoral college, he wins the popular vote. How are they going to attack him then as an illegitimate president? Well, we already know how they're going to attack him. They're going to go off and, you know, claim Russia, some foreign interference, you know, voter suppression. You know, they already got the narrative uh, set up. But because of what we are seeing in the primaries, you know, between the lack of enthusiasm for anybody on the Democrat side, especially now that it's down to Bernie and Joe Biden, you know, the massive flaws of Bernie being a complete communist, you know, who is going to implement policies that have destroyed economies everywhere they've ever been implemented, you know, or... You know, Joe Biden, who is becoming less and less aware of where he is, what he's running for, or anything, you know, can't even remember Barack Obama's name, you know, when he refers to the president he's served under. You know, it, it is completely, you know, completely going off and creating such panic in the Democrat Party. And everyone's trying to go, okay, okay, so what we'll do is we'll all coalesce around Joe Biden hopefully get him through the general election, then he can resign due to mental impairment, and then whoever he picks as the vice president will, you know, bump up, and then that person will, you know, appoint, I don't know, Nancy Pelosi or something, you know, or, you know, Hillary Clinton so that she can at least be the first female vice president, you know, or something like that. So, you know, the primaries is just getting to the point where, the Democrats know they got a huge problem. Now, in addition uh, to what's going on in the primaries, there is another issue that is going on, you know, across the country here. And uh, what that is, it's an issue of low testosterone, right? 
Uh, I forgot to uh, pull the headlines uh, when I pulled this up, but basically it's uh, talking about the mystery of the declining testosterone in the United States. At present, our testosterone levels are under siege. Various factors appear to be pulling, you know, our T levels into the gutter from sedentary jobs to poor diets and lifestyle choices, you know, to more ominous uh, influences like environmental toxins, you know, and then they started talking about how, you know, the testosterone levels have been uh, decreasing over the past few decades. And, you know, this is kind of one of those interesting things because you want to take a look at, well, what is the effect of lower testosterone? Well, lower competitiveness, it uh, goes through and creates a more, you know, you know, subservient society. It also creates a lot of irritability. And while testosterone is predominantly seen as a male hormone, women have testosterone levels in them as well. And declining uh, testosterone in women, well, that could actually uh, explain quite a bit about what we saw uh, from the women at the abortion rally outside the Supreme Court. You know, that could uh, very well explain, you know, clips like this. Stop talking about my abortion or my periods or my experiences in childbirth, my episiotomies, my yeast infections. Okay, maybe that's, you know, what the decline of testosterone does in, you know, women. All right, so maybe there's a reason, you know, that, you know, we have so many crazy, you know, nutbags on the left and that maybe the solution is just getting uh, testosterone levels back up to normal range. But in any event, you know, testosterone does play a part in so much uh, in society, you know, why men tend to be more leaders, you know, in any group, driving innovation, competitiveness. But the lack of testosterone is, well, it's what leads to uh, what is popularly called beta males, you know, at this point. And, you know, when we take a look at some of the things that, you know, are leading to the decline of testosterone. Well, if you look at, look it up, you know, in any research, uh, soy, you know, soy milk, soy meat, you know, basically you take a look at the lifestyle and the diet choices that the left wing promotes as, you know, what we should be, you know, switching to, to avoid eating animals, you know, to avoid, you know, meat. Well, those are things that tend to lower testosterone. And so, you know, it's interesting, you know, what to try and take a look at whether or not, not uh, that's a coincidence or whether or not that's by design, you know, and by design in order to create a more subservient society. Well, why would you want to create a more subservient society? Well, that's pretty simple. Now, interestingly, as we've seen a testosterone decline, we've seen an increase in the popularity of socialism. You know, a form of government in which the government leaders, those at the very top of government, control all the means of production, control all the wealth, and have all the power to dictate over your life. And as socialism has risen in popularity on the same, uh, you know, on the trajectory as uh, the declining uh, testosterone levels, you know, you got to wonder, you know, well, maybe I'm getting into a bit of a conspiracy theory here, but you got to start wondering if maybe this is on purpose. 
you know. And now, why is it that low testosterone would lead to the rise in socialism? Well, if you want to try and dominate and oppress a society or culture, it would be more helpful to, you know, and easier to do so if that culture was less inclined to fight back, was just more willing to roll over and take it. And less testosterone, you know, means that, you know, people are less likely to push back as you try to take over every aspect of their lives. And as we get into some conspiracy theories that, you know, this is intentional and designed by the left in order to overthrow democracy and the constitutional, in reality, getting outside of those conspiracy theories, I just don't give the left that much credit. You know, I don't think the left is really that intelligent, you know, to be able to plan and orchestrate the decline of, te- of testosterone in our society. I think this happens to be more of a coincidence whereby as they went off and tried to get crazier and crazier in order to push the culture, in order to try and claim victimhood status, as they tried to, you know, dominate, you know, over other people in order to get their own 15 minutes of fame, this happened to have been an accidental outcome of all of that. You know, and so, you know, as we go through, we need to start readjusting our diets towards foods that will uh, help increase uh, testosterone. You know, now our sedentary lifestyle, you know, sitting behind the desk a lot and cubicles and all of that certainly don't contribute. And hey, looking at me, you can tell that I can afford to shed a few pounds myself. You know, so getting outside and exercising more, lifting more weights, and getting away from all of the foods that, you know, directly lower uh, testosterone, you know, would be, you know, beneficial towards pushing back and then being able to once again retake uh, dominancy in the world, you know, and keep up the innovation and leadership as we have for the past few hundred years. You know, if it wasn't for the United States, you know, you know, what would the world look like? Well, probably look like the previous 5,000 years. Stagnant, a lot of people poor, you know, uh, dying on the streets, you know, with very few people being able to have a decent living. Where despite the left's narrative about poverty and, you know, income inequality, even the most of the poorest among us, I'd say 99% of the population live better today than they did even 100 years ago, 125, 200 years ago. And it's all been driven by American innovation. You know, and so, you know, as we go through and we kind of wrap things up here, you know, there is another reason why socialism and its popularity is on the rise. And it's not just due to declining uh, testosterone in society. There may be another reason. What could that reason be? Oh, maybe this will give us a clue. You see it as a possibility if he wants to spend a billion bucks beating this guy, he could do it. Absolutely. Um, Somebody tweeted recently that um, actually with the money he spent, he could have given every American a million dollars. I got it. Let's put it up on the screen. When I read it, 
Uh, tonight on social media, it kind of all became clear. Bloomberg spent 500 million on ads. U.S. population 327 million. Uh, don't tell us if you're ahead of us on the math. He could have given each American one million dollars and have had lunch money left over. It's an incredible way of putting it. It's an incredible way of putting it. It's true. It's disturbing. It does. It does suggest, you know, what we're talking about here, which is there, there's too much money in politics. Yes, I wonder if there is also a connection between declining testosterone and declining IQ levels. Because think about how many people that had to go through in order to make it on air. You know, the graphics team, the production team, you know, and all of that just to make it to air and be that wrong. And think about this, you know, as far as why there may be a rise in the popularity of socialism. If that's what they think is a spending power of $500 million, when it really only comes out to about a buck, buck 50, you know, um, per American. But if they think $500 million is enough to give everybody in the United States a million dollars, imagine what they think the federal uh, budget of $4 trillion can accomplish. So it's their own inability to do math, their stupidity and lack of understanding regarding economics that may also be uh, contributing to the rise in socialism and why it is they think that the government has all the money in the world to give them everything that they ever want in life without them ever having to lift a finger to get it. Plus, you know, let's say, you know, somebody did come up with enough money, you know, someone amassed $327 trillion and decided to make everybody a millionaire. Well, what would happen? Well, economics would show you that the price of everything would go up. Yes, because uh, all these businesses would go, well, look at this. Everyone has a million dollars. Hey, you know that uh, bottle of shampoo that costs you only about, you know, three fifty right now? Hmm. We're going to make that, you know, um, let's make that $5,000. Right? You want shampoo? It's gone from three fifty to five thousand dollars. Why? Well, because you got the money now. You know, that's the new price point. You know, that's just how you know we're gonna go because you don't really have much uh, other option or choices. So the entire economy would reset to the fact that everyone is a millionaire or a multimillionaire if they you know amassed enough money to give out to everybody. You know, that they don't understand economics. And they have this delusional view over the spending power of money. You know, and that leads to the rise of socialism along with the decline in testosterone. You know, again, you know, their idea of how much four trillion dollar budget can go is kind of skewed and delusional. But hey, you know, how did they get so bad at math to begin with? Oh yes. Our education system is controlled almost entirely by the left. And so you start wondering if maybe the reason why education in the United States has been declining, if maybe that is by design by the left. Because if people are too stupid, they don't know what the con is. You know, they're, you're able to get people to support anything as long as they don't actually have an education. And guess what? We'll go through here, though, while we're depriving them of an actual education, and we'll hand them a piece of paper or certificate saying they're educated so that they can go out there and feel all smart and elitist, you know, while they go off 
and prove that they can't do math, right? And we've seen this uh, with recently uh, with the New York Times, you know, going off and rewriting history with their, what is it, 1619 project or 1691 project, you know, something like that, where they're rewriting the history and the founding of the United States. Now, some of you may be going, but we weren't founded until, you know, 17, what was it, 1772 or 1776? 1776. So, you know, just trying to get uh, all the numbers, you know, correct as they go through, uh, you know, flying through on my head here. But, you know, they're trying to say, no, 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 that wasn't the real founding. The real founding was back in the 1600s and it was due to slavery, you know, because, you know, the Revolutionary War was somehow about wanting to keep slavery. Oh, sorry. You know, I'm going to go ahead and keep that in there. You know, but in any event, they want to say it's about, you know, the founding was about wanting to keep slavery and the institution of slavery and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Now, it's bad enough that they have rewritten the history of slavery, but now they're, they're trying to go off and rewrite the history of the American founding of, you know, the Revolutionary War in order to fit their you know, rewritten history of slavery, you know, and the fact that despite this being, you know, already debunked, historians have come out and said this has no basis, you know, in reality, left-wing states are starting to implement this into the school system, which goes off to show that, you know, our education system is no longer about educating the population on the masses. It's about, you know, indoctrination and creating uh, victimhood mentalities in order to, you know, instead of raise a generation of leaders, they instead, you know, raise a generation of fo- of mindless followers that they can just, you know, get to believe whatever it is they want them to believe so that they will give up their rights and democracy can be tossed out because, well, democracy is horrible. You know, and when they go through and they take a look at, you know, this indoctrination, you know, in the public uh, school systems, the declining uh, education, you know, that is going on while pumping these people up to think that they're smarter than they are, and with the lowering of testosterone, maybe I do have to revise my theory about, you know, this all being coincidence and saying that maybe the left is designing, is engineering, you know, uh, the stupidity and passiveness of the population because they want to overthrow everything and get a system in which only them, the very elite, have any, any power or money. And just like in most of the countries around the world, everybody else is starving and dying because everybody else is only there and only exist to worship the very few elites. All right, uh, so that's it uh, for this particular episode. I'd like to thank you so much for tuning in and watching uh, or listening all the way to the end, depending on how you get the show. Now, don't forget to hit subscribe. And you can watch uh, other videos if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to the audio version of the show, uh, whether that be through iTunes or wherever else you get uh, your podcasts. Thank you so much, and I will be back again soon.